Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. G'day and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, which is the Shoreline Publishing podcast. And in this episode, we've got the wonderful Andrea Kate McKenzie talking about her book, Feelings and Just Feelings. G'day, Andrea. How are you going? Good, thanks, Will. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. That's I suppose good. the first question I've got for you is why? Why, why this topic? It's so heavy. It is heavy. So um, I suffered postnatal depression after having our third child and I saw a psychologist um, who was helping me overcome my feelings of stress and overwhelm. I guess. Yes. And she was um, giving me some really simple strategies. And after like our many sessions, it left me wondering if children are taught these from a young age, would they get to the point in adulthood where I was and be like, oh my gosh, it's all too hard. I can't cope because yeah, they were so simple. And just, yes. I'm like, so you want me to stop and just name my feelings? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. So that was my thought process with that. Yes. I reckon it's absolutely wonderful. And to do something in the, the mental health space age appropriate for kids is just a, was it a real challenge? Because it seems like it would be if I was going to try and do it. Well, um, I always have a bit of a funny little personality. Like I'm really crazy with my kids. We'll make up songs on the spot. So I actually drafted, I, I say I banged it up in my late night delirium. Mm-hmm, <laughs> one mm-hmm. night, one late evening um, back in 2019. So what I wanted to say just flowed to me in that rhyming sort of pig the pug fashion, I call it. Yep, yep. Um, and I left it sitting there. I'm just like, yep, that's good because um, writing to me is sort of therapeutic. Yep, so like, yep. once I get it out there, I'm like, oh, I feel better. Um, and when COVID hit, obviously, um, it, it was obviously the start of last year, so our second year of COVID, I thought, hang on, remember that thing I – that book I wrote back in 2019, it's probably really needed now. So mm. that's when I drew it back out, added a few other things I'd learned over the last two years. And, um, yeah, I didn't really have to change the crux of it. But That's excellent. That is so yeah. good. Um, uh, the book itself encourages kids to share their feelings. And that's something that uh, as a grown-up, like I'll, I'll put my hand up saying a 37-year-old white male, um, <laughs> not real good at that. <laughs> Yeah. So encouraging kids to share their feelings at a young age will, will I'm sure, bring it through so that when they do hit you know, my age, you know, an old fart, they're ready to share their feelings. I think they've done a great job with that. Is, is that something you really hate, aim to do? Yeah. So I guess um, when I've analysed the book, I've said like in the beginning, middle and end, like how important it is to share our feelings because I know um, coming from an anxious or stressed point of view, like we are often in our heads Yep. And when I, I read this book once that said, you know, more often, well, I've put it in more often our thoughts can be unhelpful and untrue. And she just sort of said the way you think about something creates the way you feel and then creates how you act. And I just sort of, yep. I hope my husband doesn't hate me, but I just, <laughs> I tried it out one time. Like when we're bickering, I'm like, oh, he said something to me this way. And then I'm like, but he just said it. I'm interpreting he said it this way. Yeah. And yeah. so we sort of did this tongue-in-cheek thing where 
my thoughts are telling me that you were saying it like this. And it actually like was really fun and sort of like, oh, I didn't say it that way. And it just shows how, um, sorry about that, how you can misconstrue things. The um, encouraging kids to speak up is really important, isn't it? Like we, we hear about it all the time. There's, uh, there's charities going around like uh, Beyond Blue, Speak Up, say, Chatty in Tasmania that are encouraging people to speak up if they've got a problem. Is that one of the messages you wanted to get across in the book? Definitely. I want people to um, speak up because, you know, when we bottle them up, it's unhelpful. And I don't like saying it, but the the rise of um, juvenile suicides and um, yep. depression is really on the rise and it seriously worries me because, um, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. They don't know that real life isn't like what it's like in school. Yep. You know, we all know chatting to a friend or a parent or someone we can trust, they help us. Um, they help us hash it out. Like often we're just overthinking and in our heads. So I just want people to be like, hey, I'm feeling this way. Talk to somebody because often, you know, they can help you see a different way of seeing things. And it's a really powerful message for young people, isn't it? Like we talk about it all the time with um, adults and, and people getting older, but the young people have got a real battle because life's not what it was like 15 or 20 years ago where you're on your bike or playing cricket or playing footy. There's technology, there's invasive social media and stuff like that. Does this book sort of tackle those invasive things that sort of sneak in at the moment? Well, see, I don't know, but I hope it will. Um, I say the exact same thing as you. Back in our day, we weren't so accessible 24 hours a day. Like, I have no idea what the kids of today are going through, but I'm an empathetic person and I can only imagine how hard and horrible it can be. Um, So I guess, yeah, I'm trying to teach them the resilience that if people are um, on you, like, try to zone it out. And that's where I'm trying to get that resilience. Um, I googled you know, in the publishing process, that old saying, um, sticks and stones will break my bones, names will never hurt me. Yeah. And um, if you Google that now, there's nothing like that with that kind of resilience. It's all like words cut so deep. You know, words scar for life, which is true. Words sting, but they don't have to cut deep. You don't have to believe what everyone says about you. You know the real you. That's a a really good message. I, I love it. I love that you're telling it. It's great. Um, I just really want to bring that back to our kids, that, yeah. like, don't rub a glue. What you say bounces off me, sticks to you. Like, yeah. they're is the there, ones with the problem. <laughs> is there an element of every emotion has a reason or is emotion an agitated state of mind? Oh, say that a bit slower. Let me uh, comprehend is, that. Is there an element that every emotion has a reason or is emotion, by definition, an agitated state of mind? That's deep. That's really deep. I feel like I'm going to have to go and research that. But I almost think it could be the agitated state of mind. Every um, My psychologist taught me that, you know, all feelings are okay. But the reason I called it feelings are just feelings is they're just feelings. They will come. They will go. But, yeah, quite often the way we interpret, interpret the external elements may be the way we react. That's cool. Um, <laughs> well, on, on that, follow that same line of interrogation, if you like. How important is it? How important is it to know that mental health isn't all bad? We hear about mental health, and oh, he's got mental health problems. He's got mental health problems. She's got mental health problems. They've got mental health problems. But mental health isn't all bad. Sometimes we can have good mental health, can't we? 
we can have a good mental health. We can have a really good mental well-being. And I guess that's what I'm hoping with my book. I'm hoping to get these um, strategies so we can be a mentally well generation into children early in that primary school age where they're susceptible and, you know, accepting of help. And then to carry them through that high school tricky phase and then to yeah. become out the other end well-rounded adults. And it's marvellous. So now, I'll, I'll let you off on the uh, on the tough questions now. I'm going to talk to you about Christina Meisen, the illustrator. Oh, amazing. What a, what a performance. Eh? That, that's an Oscar winner, isn't it? I love her. I don't um, – when we get the illustration brief, um, Shoreline send it to us in, you know, write what you want. And I just said to Jody, listen, I can't write. I can't explain it in words. Can I just do stick figures? And Christina, oh. I was shocked. All my little stick figure, like brain explosions, she has done in real life amazing pictures. And I really just want to get my hands on her and thank her so much. Oh, isn't it wonderful when you get an illustrator that just like that just generally works for you? And Christina, just, I, I've seen the cover. I've seen a few of the inside pages. It's just, oh, my God. See, the cover was something... Um, completely different but like I was like whoa but it was amazing like the yep. little boy's face like is exactly like I feel his emotion and you know zenning out in a ball pit is a really tricky thing to do so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just wonderful she's done a great job as have you Andrea now your book is available on shorelinepublishing.com.au yes, uh, the best way to find this is just search Andrea in the search bar and it will come up straight away Oh, good. Um, I've been searching feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Search Andrea. It's all you. Uh, oh, it's your book. <laughs> um, search Andrea. It'll come up on the, in the search bar. It'll come up with a nice, beautiful cover. And I would encourage anybody who's got any children aged under, what, 14, you reckon, perhaps? Yeah, so many people. I've, I've aged it for that primary school, 5 to 12. But yep. um, so many people say, this is, you know, could you come read it to my year 10 class? And I'm yep. just like, why wouldn't I? Absolutely. Uh, it, and I've been writing in some books. Some older people are buying it. I'm like, we're never too old to learn new tricks. So I think it's for everyone. Oh, so good. So good. I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to get my paws on a, pair, on a, oh, on a copy and <laughs> read it to my kids. And, and I encourage any... Um, any person who's got a young person in their life who, you know, whether they've got any challenges with their mental health or not, get hold of this book because it's an absolute doozy. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. And what I'd like to do is in a few months' time after the book's out, I'd love to get you back on oh, and, talk, and talk about how it's gone and you know, how the message is being received in the public. Yeah, that's so great. Thanks so much for having me, Will. No worries. Thank you. No worries. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing. 